Hello and welcome to Society Owes Me A Gen X podcast. That one where Lily and Hannah goes A to X through grunge, indie, alt rock, pop, movies, soundtracks, TV and general generation Catalano goodness. Hello Lily. Hello Hannah. <laughs> Merry after Christmas. Crimbo limbo. We are firmly in crimbo limbo aren't we? Yes and we are. cheers to that. We have a lovely uh, tequila. Tequila. Yes. It's delicious. And I haven't been drinking a lot this week because I've been sick again. But hopefully, I'm on the path to wellness now. Roll on 2023. A lovely 2023. Yeah, I have <laughs> been drinking and uh, yeah, feeling feeling rather sick. Um, but we'll 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 plow through this. We'll get to the end of the year, won't we? And uh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. Um, and actually, in the interest of that, um, <clears throat> I have a little gift for you. Oh my gosh. So the girls and I baked over Christmas. It is a slice of Tom Cruise cake. What, is this? <laughs> what the hell is Tom Cruise? It Cruise's tastes better cake? than it looks. <laughs> Thank say. you very much. If anyone ever makes this, what is, I am Ooh. so full. I've just had a big we reading about it. It's quick. It is the cake, this fabled cake that Tom Cruise oh, it's sends from some yes bakery in in. Um, um, Los Angeles, I think, and he sends it to like all his, you know, famous pals. But people get very excited about this. It's oh. like a fifty dollar coconut and white chocolate. Gosh, cake. I'm that then. It it doesn't look very, uh, you know, um, moist and tasty, but it, it is. Does it come in like a? Um... It's a bunt cake. Oh, I was yes. going to say it looks like it's come from a bunt. I've had a bunt pan for years. This is the first time I've ever used it. Do you know what? I didn't. I didn't have a bunt pan. I had to borrow one of my mum the other day to make a velodrome cake, not not a Tom no. Cruise cake. But uh, oh, I'd quite like to see that. Has this come all the way from LA then? No, it came from my kitchen, but I followed the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's with British ingredients. Very nice. Was this one of your Christmas puddings? It, it was, yes, because it's you know white and covered in um, mm. in toasted. Um, oh, that white chocolate's lovely. Coconut. Um, but yeah, mm. it's huge much. though. It's mm. the biggest cake I have ever made in my life. I mean, it won't be anything to you as a professional cake maker, but Jesus. That's lovely. Jesus, my, baby Jesus. I to take big. home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured probably it's quite a big slice <laughs> as well. But... But anyway, uh, Tom Cruise. What about Tom him? Cruise cake. That's oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it's 90s. Not, not the Tom Cruise it's, episode. It's the 90s, um, you know. As, um, you know, Tom Cruise always has a, a place in our hearts, as does Johnny Depp. Because, frankly, this whole season, I feel like he's he's run through it like a stick of rock. Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. So, giving Tom a fair shout. Plus, he's been in England this year, hasn't he? Hang on, Tom Cruise or Johnny? Tom Cruise. My friend, who is an osteopath, was very nearly, uh, very nearly took a job working on him. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Because he's been, um, I think he's Windsor. He's been filming and... Yeah, so random British people have been going on Twitter going, I think I just saw Tom Cruise and Marks and Spencer. <laughs> just really, like, it can't be. Is it? He's in my high street? What now? Hmm. Yeah, he's not my cup of tea, you got to admit. No, but he is very enduring. I'll say that for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah my kids loved uh, he will never Maverick. Die. Oh, God, am I? Still talking about it. We went to see it in one of those IMAX places. I've never been to one before. It was, was amazing. It's been quite terrifying. It was good. yeah, swooping. Good the the yeah the Crawley one. Yeah, we didn't take a little one, but yeah. I haven't even seen it yet, so there you go. There's my Tom Cruise support and love down the toilet. Right, 
So, shall we crack on? This mm. is our yes. final episode of the series. It's our mixtape. The X of our going A to X. Yep. So, we're going to go through each episode, or most of the episodes that we've done this series, and pick out our favourite track from each, right? Why aren't we doing all of them? Some of them were our pause for Pearl Jam. I mean, we can Oh, do. I see what you mean. Yeah. But the alf- the alphabet ones. Yeah. We- Right, so A, I believe, was uh, one of yours. Yes, it was. It's um, Amos Tori, <laughs> to be clear. Um, and it was just a big wide sweep O Tori, rather than focusing on one album. Although I, I feel like I did... I think you did a lot of Little Earthquakes. I did earthquakes do Little Earthquakes, and, yeah. didn't I? Maybe I'm lying then. Um, would you like to hear a fun fact before we do... One that I wasn't aware of when I did the pod. This Always. is the joy of doing this, is that all those things you found out later. Tori and Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails became very close friends in the early 90s, which is quite surprising, I feel like. Hmm. Did they collaborate? They contributed to each other's albums, he to Under the Pink and she to The Downward Spiral. However, their relationship became strained, and you're going to... This is so predictable. Their relationship became strained. According to Reznor, the root of the problem was... Courtney Love, because oh, there's no ways. <laughs> what did Courtney Love have to Tori Amos? Was there something that smells like Teen Spirit Link? I remember you played me that one. Like, no, because yeah. that wouldn't have been yet, I don't think. Uh, Courtney's usual problem is she's jealous. If she's not the centre of attention, she doesn't like it. That oh, that seems to be a, a recurring theme anyway uh, in her relationship. So I feel I feel bad for Tori. <laughs> she's interesting like a nice collaboration, lady. though. <laughs> Actually, are there... Did you, hear, did, you, uh, did you hear the other day about, um, like, Mor- <clears throat> Morrissey? Um, and he's had, like, a bunch of guests on his, you know, doing his latest album that there's a bunch of problems with it uh, coming out. I think he's just been dropped from his label again or something. Shocking. But Miley... That One of the issues is that Miley Cyrus was on one or two of the tracks and she's now wanting her name to be pulled off it. So there's a bunch of legal issues... The Ooh. record labels are wrangling over to do with that. Why would you say yes in the first place? I mean, just... loads of people had the bloody Iggy Pop, just a go to bunch Wikipedia. of like, a, a it's not hard. Flea, and we I do think it all the time. Josh Klinghoffer, like a whole. I know it's like so many surprising names have agreed to work with that shitbag. I suppose though, if you spin it up in the right way, like, oh well, freedom of speech. I mean, don't you care about freedom of speech? I mean, shouldn't we all be allowed to say? Well, actually, sometimes no. Quite frankly, some people should shut it. Honestly, <laughs> I get the impression. Either. I get the impression that they just were blissfully unaware. But Wikipedia, which is almost worse, course. you know exactly. So, no, there's internet. Like there's no excuse. All these people around them giving you know there must be a bunch of people around them. You would think giving them yeah, and the industry. The, exactly. Everyone in the industry knows everybody. Yeah, lies. So yeah, lies. But anyway, it, there's problems with it coming out. So let's hope that continues. So I um I did. I did guess that you would go for the Nirvana cover. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, 100% predictable. Um, I went for Crucify because it was the very first Tori Amos song I ever heard and my first single. And I still love it. It's still good. But... Oh, oh no, we've, we've clashed with the, the mics. Um, but, you know, even to myself, it felt vanilla. So I was willing to <laughs> give you <laughs> silent all these years. I love that beginning piano bit. But of course, what you're choosing is very zeitgeisty, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame if we didn't pick 
one of her songs because she's such a good songwriter, beautiful player. But just to remind ourselves, not that mega mega depressing one. I just. I'm gonna go ahead and take a guess that Courtney Love was not a massive fan of this tune. I don't know. Do we know that? Well, if she broke up Trent Reznor and Tori's friendship back in the early 90s, then she probably didn't love her. Yeah, but if she could bring herself to ignore that and just listen to the music, this is an absolutely superb cover version. Like, this yeah, is as good as cover versions get. She's really, undeniably put her own mark on it and done. Yeah, but like Tori crying in, was it Germany when it happened? Yeah. I reckon that would have got right up Courtney's nose. Oh, I don't know. She was like, I'm... I'm the widow, I'm the one that lost here. Tori, stop. You didn't even know him? You didn't even know him? I don't okay, know. okay. Name three Nirvana songs, sorry. Right now! I'm, I'm willing not, to give take off your Nirvana t shirt. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you do love the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Courtney and Madge, you can't touch them. The <laughs> many have. To the but... death, I will. <laughs> They're right. definitely not the underdog, to be fair. <laughs> They're the overdog, if anything. We're okay. just the dog. <laughs> oh! Low. <laughs> All right. So B was B for the Benz by Radiohead. Um, and I, I just about narrowed it down to two. But to be honest, Street Spirit is my favourite off that album. In fact, oh. it's possibly my favourite Radiohead song, uh, song ever. But that if was I had to choose a well. second. Okay. What oh. was your second? I had a second too. Fake Plastic Trees. But oh. it was a bit like, oh, just to put something down. Really. I it's put all high and dry. That could have like. easily been. But yeah, Street Spirit's the best one. Should, okay. we, should we have a bit while I give you a fun fact? Go for it. <clears throat> I apologise if you mentioned this in the Ben's The episode. But back in 1992, one enemy live reviewer described Radiohead as a lily-livered excuse for a rock band. Oh, hang on. An MTV reviewer did that. Enemy. Was it, what is it that... Um, sorry, I can't think and type in street spirit at the same time. Uh, what did um, Cher in um, Clueless oh, yeah. call them? Crybaby music, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think that Probably was in relation to music. High and Dry, wasn't it? In fact, I think we talked about that on the pod. Um... No, I think it's, it's not played past your trees because that's... Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think that's on the right soundtrack. Anyway, Enemy came around, ultimately, <laughs> along with the rest of the world, giving 1997's OK Computer 10 out of 10. Oh. It's a grovelling apology, I imagine, <laughs> for calling them lily-livered. Oh, this song still gives me goosebumps, though. And I had, like, you know beautiful. when you'd, you'd get the CD singles and there'd be, like, lots of versions of CD singles? I think there were two or three of this. And I had I had all of them. And the B-side of one of them was an acoustic... Um, version I absolutely adored it and my brother really liked it too but it's one of the CDs that he would steal from my room and there were so many arguments about me wanting a lock put on my door yeah, and I've still got the empty box oh bastard yes somewhere you know there's a box yes. with all of your CDs you never mm. got back <laughs> yeah it's very atmospheric isn't it very gorgeous cool. gorgeous well that was easy <laughs> So C was Counting Crows, and we <clears throat> both chose some of our faves, I think, didn't we? From Yeah, you went with August, yeah. and I had This Desert Life. So, so. I, I chose one song, which wasn't on either of those albums. Great. 
<laughs> but it is one of the ones that I played. I think it was written around the same time as August and Everything After because right. it was on that. Um... You put you put yours on. Don't even tell me what it is. Just put it on. Okay, let's, let's it was on. It. Do you remember me talking about um, uh, that DGC Geffen Rarities Volume One album that had like Hole and a, a bunch of people on it, and it had this Counting Crows song on it. I know your husband really likes this one. This is Einstein on the Beach. I was gonna say, is that one that you yeah. went mental to? Or, yeah. Einstein on the Beach, brackets, for an Eggman. I did not pick this. <laughs> this is the one you can be really surprised <laughs> You know when Adam on Facebook was like asking for recommendations? Um, oh, I yes. put this and I think I tagged you and he's like, he's liked it several times and then your response and he's liked it as Counting Crows and as Adam Duritz. <laughs> And we've got two Adam Duritz He's got two Adam Duritz accounts, and he's liked your comment on both of them. And he's got, and at different, in different time periods as well. It's like he's got too much time on his hands. Apparently, he is, yeah, extremely. uh, It's very surprising at how active he is on Twitter, considering he's really very like closed off and reclusive in real life. Apparently, is he really? Because he didn't come across that way. I know. I just I read that. That apparently, if you're trying to get his attention, then go on Twitter because he's got all the time in the world. But yeah. and he um, he does like cooking demos and stuff. Yeah, I think Instagram. he is. Just, uh, you know, I really, guess. come on, I really don't think he's. Uh... He very much enjoys being on stage, yeah. but a lot of people who are quite shy are totally different on stage, and then they come off and everyone wants to talk to them, and they're like, "No, I can't talk to you." You know, I'm just just quite socially awkward. Yeah, but on the stage, there's it's not a conversation. No, you're I guess performing not. And you're talking to people, and you feel maybe in the audience you feel like it's a conversation, but it really isn't. Yeah. And they're just like blah 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 blah. Just surprised to hear it about him though. When all the songs yeah. are about him. Although even yeah. ones about Maria. And it about said him. about Twitter and, and Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I know that's true. <laughs> he's like the same comments three different times. It is a bit odd. <laughs> right. What did you choose then? I chose. Um, I felt like. I was surprised that I chose this. This is uh, from this Desert Life I picked. Four Days, which I feel like is a similar song to the one you've picked in the kind of the tune and the cadence. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh-huh. it's not a great massive departure, really. It's a, dare I say, they're both fun, enjoyable, and even maybe middle of the road for Counter Crows in a good way. I don't really remember this one. If, if, if. Counting Crows catalogue was a highway. Yeah, no, this I get one's that. in the middle of it. Yeah, and I feel like your Einstein songs as well. Oh no, I think Einstein on the Beach is a bit of a uh, <laughs> bit of fan fave. <laughs> They're both pretty in the middle of the road. <laughs> we haven't exactly yeah, gotten them. Uh, whoop whoop out there. You know? <laughs> that, was nice. a, that was a juggalo's whoop, just in case you're wondering. Um. Did you know that the story behind Candy Crow's name came from a British divination nursery rhyme called One for Sorrow? I love, I, I, I cut and paste this because it was so funny. About the superstitious practice of counting magpies in Britain. I think you may have mentioned that on the pod actually. In parentheses it says more commonly known as crows in America. I was going to say, that's true. my next question. Magpies and crows are different no, things. They're from, a, they're from family, Corvidae right? family, I believe is the taxonomy here, but... They're not the same. What's the collective of magpies then? Magpie, magpies. So crows are, it's a murder of crows, isn't it? No? I don't know, a thieving of magpies? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. 
But it's not a fucking crow. No, <laughs> I feel, yeah. Yeah, I feel certain. Enough. You know, I'm not. I'm no bird yeah, expert. Magpies, they've got colour in them, haven't they? They've got like black and a bit of blue, and they're like sparkly yeah. things. Yeah, crows yeah, are just they're that. in the same fam with you know blue jays and minor birds and stuff. Not the same. Yeah, but if a crow hopped along and tried to you know muscle its way into your magpie family, they'd be told to do one. Absolutely. In fact, I see crows attacking. Well, each other more than anything. <laughs> to be fair, well, I once saw in America. I once saw a couple of crows, American crows. They look just like our crows, to be fair. Uh, attacking uh, one of those um, American eagles, like the bald eagles. Whoa! Because obviously it had something in its claws, and and they were working as a team to to get it off him. Do you know what? Though, I can absolutely imagine Brighton seagulls getting in on that action as well. Like Brighton seagulls are nicer than Cornish ones, though. Cornish ones, I've never seen anything like it. Oh, are they really? They will rip your face off. I should know what last time I was in Cornwall Shocked. they stole a Cornish pasty off my friend <laughs> yeah I mean I've seen Brighton seagulls take ice creams or small children um, small kids deserved it <laughs> I was shocked when I came to Brighton and saw the size of seagulls because I was used to Marlow seagulls now I don't know where Marlow seagulls come <laughs> from because there's no sea anywhere near Marlow oh, we have the river Thames, the Thames. <laughs> But <laughs> they dainty little time. seagulls. In fact, they're probably not even seagulls. They're probably I don't know my birds. They yeah, must be some other kind of gull. But kitty wakes or something. Dainty. Yeah. No, well, there are different types of them. But like, yeah, the, the actual the seagull that lives at the beach with the the orange beak, the yellow beak with the orange bit on it. Um, I was going to tell you something. Oh yeah, I once went on a date with a guy from Brighton Beach. <laughs> And we got down to the beach and we were sitting on the beach and then he, he started acting really weird and it turns out he's terrified of seagulls and he had to take his coat off and put it over his head. So I was like basically on a date with someone with a coat on their head. And then we had to leave because he was nearly crying and I was like, yeah. Don't know if I can really go out with a guy who's scared of a seabird in Brighton. <laughs> No, I was like, what's happening? How do you live here? <laughs> Poor thing. You should move. I mean, I'm quite terrified of Brighton seagulls as it is, but... Yeah. I kind of like them, but then I like pigeons. Maybe I like the underdog too. Oh, I'm a Chad the pigeon. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, if, if this pod has a mascot, it is the pigeon. <laughs> In your face, crow. <laughs> oh, so you were asking me what my husband gave him for Christmas the other day, and I... Uh... I told you... Um, a pasty. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Some Reese's Pieces peanut butter uh, lip balm. Uh, but he did buy me a belated Christmas present today. And it is a tea towel of a seagull, but it's a Madonna seagull tea towel. It's got a picture of a seagull dressed up like Madonna and it says material gull. It's the best <laughs> thing ever. They sell them down at Brighton's i360. So good. I right. haven't seen that one, but maybe maybe it should make uh make it's, its debut fantastic. on the pod. Anna. Yes, I And then you can tag Madge and she might <clears throat> get to see your tea towel one day. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, okay, so D was oh, it was um a different class. It was pulp. pulp. Um, this I found it really difficult to pick a favourite actually I don't I didn't <laughs> really okay well we'll go with yours then what did you have common people okay cool. I, I know common people slash well I, I thought oh, I should have something a bit less obvious maybe as so I had something changed which is the one that a lot of people play at their uh, at their weddings um, but we'll put common people on if I can find it there we go I didn't get you any fun facts I got one about this but 
again, my apologies if you said it, and I've temporarily forgotten that you said it, that the band were known as Arabicus. Ah, uh, yeah, Arabicus Pulp, wasn't it? A deliberate misspelling of the Arabicas coffee beans. And Pulp which... was from the Pulp uh, magazines and stuff, wasn't it, I think? Um, it's, he found them in the Financial Times Commodity Index, which evolved to then Arabicus Pulp and then Pulp. And I'm going to see them in the summer! With wet legs supporting. Yeah. Ooh. I'm seeing, that was my other Christmas present was uh, Father John Misty. Oh! Yeah, I meant to yeah, tell you about that. No, you did tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Good. I was like, oh, it's nearly Christmas. I'd really like to go to this gig. Oh, well, I'm probably too poor. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got anything for a while, actually. No. Uh, need to get on it. Right, next one was... What was the next it one? It was F been... for Exile in Guyville. Ah, okay, right. I will hand over to you then. It's Liz Fair. Did you um, have any thoughts about the track on this one? Uh, no, I will leave it to you to, uh, I don't know, give what? me a couple of choices. Niente. Okay. Well, my first choice was Help Me Mary. Arguably one of the most Stonesy ones, as it was obviously the response to the Stones album. But um, she's not everybody's cup of tea, but she's not really really like her voice. In fact, you've got Chris, but you've got uh, Mother Half really into her now. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, you heard this album, it's really good. And I was like, well, you know, (laughs) months ago, bitch. And it's only okay. <laughs> you bother to listen, you know exactly what we think. <laughs> I was listening to someone the other day, I've fucking forgotten who it was now, and I was like suddenly struck by how much they have just ripped off Liz Fair, and I'd never noticed. Oh, who's that? It'll come to me. But it's someone fairly contemporary, and I was like, ooh, you cheeky cow. You totally stole Liz Oh, it's Liz not, um, who's, who's the, I always forget her name. I like her, she's very young, and she sounds exactly like Hayley out of Paramore. Yeah, and I was like, Who is she it? gets she's a lot really of credit famous. for being like super original. Well, and she also like no, she's she, like, but you're not. She stole like Courtney's, you know, like in, in Live Through This, the bouquet of flowers and stuff. Who is it? She's. Oh, I know what you, you mean. You know exactly what I mean. She had that big song that sounds exactly like Paramore. She's really good, and I love Paramore. That thieving cow's been all over town stealing people's oh, ass. God, what's the name? It's gonna do my <laughs> okay. head. In. It's gonna come to us. In the meantime, my other one was fucking run. Oh, this is also yeah, very just, good. just on the lyrics and title alone. <laughs> yeah, it's good. This is, like this is the one that my well husband with. keeps playing, actually, in the car. Oh. And when the kids are in, I'm like, eh, yeah. skip. <laughs> earmuffs, kids, earmuffs. <laughs> okay. Actually, this kind of reminds me of Kimmy Dawson as well, who is another one who's playing at the, or maybe it's the Mouldy Peaches are playing at the Roundhouse sometime next year. Keep things that pop up and haven't booked anything. I know, but we're just on the back of doing loads of gigs because of COVID and everything piled on that it almost like... No money left. That, that. And also, (laughs) I was just a bit gigged out. Like, the whole point is that, you know, you you get the ticket. There's not that much stuff going on. You know, like, you're really excited for it. But when it's every other... Every week, we were going to, like, two gigs a week at one point. You get a bit knackered. You know, you're like, oh, we're going back to chalk. I don't know. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for some more now. I had the cure the other day. Who were absolutely amazing, and I didn't think I'd make it because it was the rail strikes and then the snowstorms that were insane. 
but yeah we've yeah. actually had weather here in England so weird for us we're just not used to it so what are we saying then fucking run okay tis done uh, the next one was a joint uh, yeah it was a joint Foo one, wasn't it? Fighters wasn't it we did the Foo Fighters I'm very interested to know which one you picked because we did um, Colour and the Shape didn't we we did what did you no. pick? Did we? Uh, I maybe picked... I did. Did you pick a... Oh, I think that might be what we did, Hannah. I think. I I chose that album and you chose a different album. Did we? Potentially. God. God, I'm so I <laughs> This has been... We've done this... Um, grouping. This volume. <laughs> it's nearly a year. It's ten months it's taken us to get through the alphabet this time. That's crazy. No, I think we did There's Nothing Left to Lose. Yeah, because Taylor Hawkins right. was on it. And yeah, Taylor no, Hawkins right. wasn't on The Colour and the Shape, was he? No, 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 you're right. And the two tracks I have do come from There's Nothing yeah. Left to Lose. I just had a moment. And yeah. Like that. Okay, so what Blame did you have? Killer. I had Generator and Gimme Stitches. Oh, interesting. I think I might want to change my choices now. Well, I, had, I had Stacked Actors. And I do like that one. There's no bad fly. track. There's yeah. no bad track on this. Again, it's one of those There's albums no where... <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy with whatever, to be honest. Like, it wasn't my one of my favourite albums ever. I, I like everything on it, but it's... Yeah. I don't, I'm not massively passionate about any single one, but I really like it. I like it more than I think I do, in a way. Like, the more I listen, I'm like, oh. But it's just the... The voice box thing yeah. is so good, and it's just become seminal Dave Grohl, hasn't it? Like, yeah, it's really cool. I was reading that um, he was inspired by Peter Frampton and Joe Walsh with the voice box, which I feel like I probably did mention. Yes, I think we did. Well, I love that because I love Peter Frampton and also Joe Walsh. And I also love Dave. Woo, Dave! This is so good. But Gimme Stitches gets loud and I love this too. It's a toughie. I don't mind. I'm happy with either. A good dose of Taylor here, though. I mean, obviously, yeah, plays drums and all the tracks, but you can really, he comes through. Well, maybe on that basis, because that is why we and you decided picked, to cover didn't that you pick album it too. Uh, is that when I you put picked? Let's Fly, but all right, we'll go for Gimme Stitches then. Are you taking notes about this? <laughs> I'm not going to remember what we did. <laughs> oh, no, actually, I will do quickly. You know what? Okay. We'll, we'll remember, right? Yeah, sure. Oh, hang on. What did we go? What did we do for Counting Crows? Did we actually decide? Ah, no, we didn't. Never mind. We'll give you Einstein because you know what's his chops like. That okay. You know that guy that puts himself in every song he does. Adam. Adds. The oh, murder of Duritzes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on to the Gross Point Blank. Oh yes. Soundtrack. Which I had a ball doing because. It's it's such a bunch of unusual songs for us. Yeah. But I grew up with this kind of music my dad was big into. Well, he was very diverse, so there's just no putting finger on his taste. But I know you like The Clash. I wondered if you were going to pick that. I I have two choices, one of which is Armageddon Time by The Clash. I wasn't sure if he'd let me have it, though, because it's obviously not (laughs) 90s. So I've also got Blister and Sun. Oh, no, I didn't actually choose the 90s one oh, I, okay. I picked 
mirror in the bathroom because I love it. But I also loved that the lead singer was such a legend, you know, during all of the um, all the um, the big gigs in the park and stuff. So yeah, yeah, this is good too. And but then no, wait, who just died? The guy from the specials. Oh, Tony. Um, mm. uh, yeah. So then I was like, oh, we should pick that guy. Pressure drop. Which is great. I don't think it's as good as Mirror in the Bathroom, personally. But then Blister in the Sun is so... Nice. Claire Danes. Oh, it is, isn't it? In fact, that might have been what we picked for that particular one. It might already be on... I think it might actually be on our... Uh, I think I've, I've got a feeling you might be right. But it's, it's always a tricky one, isn't it, with, with soundtrack albums? Because, yeah, and particularly this one, because it's got... A lot of stuff on it and a lot of it's excellent. Do you know what? Fuck it, let's have it again. It's a great tune. Alright, I'm happy with that. So good. Right. We are back to you Gosh, and we are doing. Are a mess. Uh, H, H was Hello Nasty. Yeah. Um, okay. That sounds quite funny. With what English does? people saying it. Hello, nasty. <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> posh. Hello, nasty. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. That was rogue. Rogue bit of sliver. Uh, okay. I pick? had intergalactic or remote control. Oh, I had but super what? disco breaking. <laughs> oh, okay. Or did you just have that one? Yes, I did. But I like yours, your picks, actually, I like as well. So. I like like most of the albums. Spin the wheel and then pick a tune. Super. Let's go. Let's just go full on just from the intros and pick our favourite intro. So I have a nasty feeling this intro is not very good when it's stacked very, up like, against. Money Mark intro. It's a good intro. Strong. It's a good okay. one. Okay, shall I remind you of the other two? Yes. Ah. Straight Straight in there. 90s. <laughs> okay, remote control. This reminds me of my. Oh gosh, that's the clash. <laughs> First year of university, that did. Not quite such a. Uh, no, such but a I love the kind of 70s vibe to it. What are we saying then? I, I mean, think it might have to be intergalactic. You reckon? Yeah. I don't have any fun facts. Do I don't either. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right. This well, is I a good see, one. I love it. Oh yeah. I was gonna say the same shop where I got my Madonna seagull tea towel. They had a very cute little Christmas tree decoration. It was it was not very festive. Three little sardines in a in a sardine can for your tree. But it reminded me of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, nasty. Okay. Uh, oh, I think I'll keep the widget, actually, because it's yes. Lemonheads, isn't it? So, whew, well, this album. Very tough. I really shocked myself. Because normally I'd pick Drug Buddy, and I did. That was my alternate choice. But I also picked Rockin' Stroll, because... Interesting, interesting. It's so much fun. 
I love it all though. There's no <sighs> picking it apart. To me as well, this album, I don't know what it is about this album more so than other albums, but it just goes together. It's just this perfect it's a multi-layer sandwich of just, they can't be separated. And this is why he needs to do the tour as he does doing the album, because it's just weird when they're out of context. They need to be done together and it just goes together. And maybe it was just because yeah. it's such a short album as well. I just put it on and just played it all, you know? I think we're skipping. Yeah, we said it all in that pod, but there's no filler. Like, no. Every song is beautiful. And, you know, like, I love the ones that you picked. I didn't pick either, but I'd be <laughs> happy with <laughs> What did you pick? Well, I picked Rudderless and, oh, Rudderless and it's a shame about Ray. But, like, honestly, it was like you could have stuck <gasps> a pin on, you know, the back of... It just... Yeah. Oh, no. And then at the end, I put, oh, God, but Mrs. Robinson, that was the one that I put on all my, you know. I, but it wasn't on the original, no, it and wasn't. it's not the Lemonhead. But it was the first Lemonhead song I heard, exactly. and all my friends heard, so, and that's what the gateway yeah. drug was. So I don't know if it's fair to put it on, because it wasn't originally. But if it's the first song we ever heard, and this is 90s pod, I think it might have to be oh, and, neither I mean, of the ones I am more than happy with that yeah great. I mean my, my story is exactly the same there we go and who would have thought as well it's such a random thing you know like if people had sort of had a kind of crystal ball and said yeah but if you cover this obscure <laughs> yeah movie yeah. soundtrack song from Simon and Garfunkel of all people yeah yeah then kids in the 90s will immediately love you and want to listen to all of your music even though it doesn't necessarily sound that much like this Anyway, still makes you feel it's so weird. God, you yeah. see, he was, he's um, he's been doing some show or a show at least with Juliana. Juli- do your Juliana thing. Love it <laughs> I'd love to see them together. I'd love that more than seeing Evan and Courtney love together. Like, you know, at the Roundhouse the other day. I know. I think I'm just going to stick to my album. <laughs> I can't. I'm too sensitive. <laughs> watch the car crash that happens yeah i'm just staying stay in my 90s memories of that lovely summer when i was 14 or was it 15 and it was great <sighs> right and i'll leave it there uh, all right oh god okay so it was uh, jurassic five that wasn't my uh well we're only at jay would you like me to refresh your tequila yes please okay sorry lemonheads Pause you for now. I'm sorry for ice noise. So for um, Jurassic Five, the J Five <coughs> album, uh, I had Ju or Concrete Schoolyard. I picked Concrete Schoolyard. Let's go for that then. Was this the fav- we most favourite pod you've ever done? Is that Bill Cosby? Oh, I don't know. Sounds like it. You can play again. Do we really want to listen to it again in that case? Well, I just want to know. Okay. We were sitting out on the step, you know. It does sound like him, doesn't it? It does, and then so I put... I have to, uh, who sampled it? I put who Concrete it? Schoolyard aside from the Cosby intro. <laughs> I'm going to Google it quickly now. Kebabu. <laughs> type in Google into Google. It's... <laughs> I do that. It's so weird how, like, we all just loved him so much. I mean, it was, six, it was that six o'clock slot, really, wasn't it? It was after Neighbours. Um, he's just so, like, in his cardigan, and he's just kind of 
just this sort of slightly bumbly and but wise. And <coughs> yeah, it is. And then, and then this just avalanche of shit comes down, and you just can't quite get your head around it. <laughs> yeah, thing on Twitter here. I'm not saying Jurassic Park is the best rap, but they sampled Bill Crosby in Concrete Schoolyard, so the arsehole ruined that too. Yeah. Luckily, you could just skip forward that and then listen to the rest of the track, which is great. Okay. K was one of yours. K. Yes, it was. What was it? I don't remember. It was K for Kravitz. Ah. And I just did a bit of a, a roundup now. I'm not going to put Vanessa and Parody's natural high on because that's rude. Oh, let's just let people hear this. <laughs> but it is a great track. Well, I I do love it. Plus, he massively like wrote all the songs and produced it. And basically, she's just the sort of the puppet singing the song, but Lenny did the rest. This is a good but intro. I'm not I like the intro. It. Only because. You know, whatever. It was, it was a good album for the 90s little teenager that I was. I think it was 13 when it came out. So I, think I, I enjoyed it. I don't listen to it now, but it's not half bad. No, okay, like it was never really... She's Bardot thing going, doesn't she? Yeah. She just... almost sounds Gillian Hathiard. That's a bit, it's a bit, a bit high up there, yeah. Sultry. More sultry than Gillian. But in the end, I picked this just for the intro. is dead um, because it's great um, the fly away one just has bad connotation remember we were talking it's just too much adversity I think that was my favourite one on the album though really? I think so uh, yeah just uh, always on the run is good too but possibly because it was the only one I knew oh. off the album because I never had the album I wasn't a Lenny person this is good too though he knows how to open a song with the guitar. Yeah, I mean, he's got all the swagger. Oh, maybe this one then. If I get to choose it, I choose What's this. What's this called? Always on the run from Mama's Head. Yeah. <laughs> it's yours. All right. All right. Good times. <laughs> oh, oh it's me again. the lap. Damn. Well, what were you thinking? Well, there's only one way to go <laughs> for me on this one. Although I did have Slash Another Man's Call, but again, that was uh, just to, you know, have another choice there. But it's all about one way for me. It's it's all gravy, but yeah. Leveling. Um, uh, I think probably uh, one way was, again. Did you have another option? First song. Um, I put. Leveling the land, one way in capitals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was in fair So I would, yeah. For me, my level, my levelist phase, it was one way, and the other two songs that I would play on repeat with Julie off the Julia EP and Belarus. Belarus, yeah. What was that on? I can't remember. What it was on. Was That's it just an, an album? EP? I think. Was it? It's Belarus. Okay. Those three, absolutely love those. Um, we were obsessed with 15 years oh well. so that's on this album isn't it yes I didn't even write it down though because of so this is this is the fella right there damn I was busy then I did M what was you that? phoned it in this time <laughs> where have you been 
Well, you paid for it with this one, didn't you? Because uh, instead you got a top 20 medal. <laughs> what was it? Oh, of course, yeah. You regretted your decision to let me have him. Um, I had fun with this one, though, actually. Surprisingly, I didn't expect to enjoy it quite so much, but um, I picked... <laughs> I picked either System of a Down with Sugar, which, let me... Um, the intro isn't good, but it's like the Cosby bit in Jurassic 5. You can get past the shouty... That bit. It actually settles down to a very good rock track. Actually, there's a bit of a tune now, yeah. It's coming through... Okay. It gets good. It gets a bit ragey now, doesn't it? This is a bit... I like it, yeah. And they're from the same kind of Californian pool. It's a lot more fun yeah, I than... never gave them any time. I mean, no, I, I don't think I, I will. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had, actually, a bit more. I definitely had my preconceived notions back in the 90s. I think their fans just look too scary. Yeah. This guy's, um, um, like, Armenian and apparently a really lovely guy. Oh. What was the band that... I don't think it was System of a Down, but their logo was like a, um, like the infinity symbol or something? Well, oh no, it was a, a biohazard. It was the biohazard oh, thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So this isn't half bad. I like that. But then obviously Pantera Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> this is a pretty good track too. Again, surprised me. That's some some very nice guitar work here too. Is it? Is that Dimebag Daryl we hear? I think yeah. it is. <laughs> totally didn't see this episode coming. Yes. I love it. Whatever, it's kicking a bit more. Some serious groove. This could be chili peppers if you slung oh, some yeah, Anthony in it. I'm sorry if that insults they're any touring Pantera again fans. next year as well. I could have sworn they just played this no, year. Like they're like basically all dead, aren't they? I'm sure they're playing again, but I'm sure they played last summer. Because Dimebag yeah. got shot on stage. No, I mean it's a chili peppers, not Pantera. Oh. <laughs> like, how are they touring? From beyond the grave, Pantera. <laughs> well, I mean some of the chili peppers <laughs> aren't on there, sadly. Um, He's not dying back, Daryl, anymore. He's dead, Daryl. I think I'd have to go System of a Down. Really? Okay, <laughs> it's 50-50. It's got... <laughs> no, System of Down got some flavour. I'm giving it to them too, <laughs> I agree. Right, okay. back to you and... Oh, yes, more my cup of tea. <laughs> Your beloved Nirvana. Uh, okay, so it was Incesticide this time, and uh, quite obvious picks, I think, really. I had Sliver or Aneurysm. I've got Sliver. <laughs> That'll do then. That'll do nicely. Sorry, that was really Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know how the, the you know all the sort of Christmas TV. It's like we don't usually watch terrestrial. In fact, you don't even have terrestrial telly, do you? No. But it's all about you know Netflix and stuff usually. But we have been watching a bit of just normal telly, and so you know oh, that's oh, this time of year they have all those like you know nostalgic. Pro usually it's about the you know eighties yeah. and seventies, but obviously it's all about the nineties now. And they had one that was about the best comedy shows of the nineties. And it was about to start, and my husband was like, oh, watch I was like, oh, it might all be like sort of, I don't know, black books and things like that. And I thought, actually, no, that's probably not even 90s, is it? That's probably a lot yeah, later. Yeah. But I was never into like Father Ted and like, I didn't like that kind of comedy. Or, um, 
But it was actually really good. It was all like the fast show. I was going to say the fast show had to be on there. And Newman and Bazil, who absolutely, oh, I was obsessed with Rob Newman for so, so many years. Um, but yeah, the fast show, I'd kind of forgotten about it. Um, and I need to go back and rewatch all of that. But, oh, and just about the pony. From Spat oh, Pony, so Mary Whitehouse, Mary Whitehouse. Well, of course, because Newman and Bedell came off of that. It was that, mm. and um, who were the Milky Milky guys? Yes, I was just gonna say, um, is it Milky Milky? It was Simon Trevor. What? Do you remember Simon Trevor? Simon Trevor. When they're like going live, when they did that, yeah, yeah, in the all in one. Yeah, yeah. They were like kids' comedy, weren't they? Moon Monkey, Chuckle Brothers, or something. Not oh, take that back. But Simon and Trevor were kids, weren't they? Yeah, but didn't yeah. one of them have something to do with that? Oh, you might be right. I don't know. It, uh, something weird like that. Oh, it is God. Trevor and what Simon. Was it? I'm sure. Was he? I think so. In the bodysuit with the. Oh, you God. know, I'm doing an undulating dance. You can't see it, but I don't know. I know. I, I think I, I feel like people went one way or the other with those two <laughs> duos that made up the Mary yes. White House, and I was fully was Trevor and Simon's Potfish Rave Club. They were also Mary Whitehouse. They were, they were Moon Monkey. Oh, God. I'm so confused now. I'm to look it up. Uh, okay. Oh, O was another one-hit wonders, wasn't it? It was. Hugh Dennis was in the Mary Whitehouse. Hugh Dennis and... Hugh and... Nick Hancock. Oh. Rob Newman. Steve Punt. Steve Punt Dennis, that was it. Punt Dennis and was the Milky Milky. Thanks for that. Okay, uh, O was for One Hit Wonders. Oh, yeah. Uh, I picked one of mine and one of yours, and I can't remember what the other one of mine was, but, but one of them was it was Tub Thumping, Chumbo Wumba, and you did Breakfast at Tiffany's and something else. Joan Osborne. Ah, oh, yes, God, one, of, one us. of us. Yes. And I picked one of us because I do love that album. It's super duper 90s. She's massively talented. I can't believe she didn't do more after that because the album, one of us is, a, it's a good track, but it's not the best one on the album even. And no, I listened to it obsessively. Album, so. but yeah. What's that? She, I didn't have the album, but I did know, I like love that song. But she just disappeared, didn't she? Yeah, I just think it was so popular sometimes, those tracks, you know, because the rest of the album is so much more blues and funk and stuff, it wasn't what people were expecting. So I guess to become famous for a song, they did the right thing. They released this track. I forgot about this weird intro. <laughs> yeah, from the like 30s, isn't it? But yeah, the rest of the album is much better. It's just different. Um, yeah, I'm happy to go with this. It's a great track and Joan deserves it. Fair. Of relish. Yes. Okie doke. Um, P was another bit of a mixed bag, wasn't it? Because we did Phoenix oh, yeah. Festival 1993. Yes. And I was quite predictable in mine. What did you pick? I only picked one, um, which is Visionary by Red Cross. I think I, I also, um, I can't remember the other bands that I talked about, but I know one of them was Thousand Yard Stare, uh, who I noticed were playing a gig at like some really tiny pub in Brighton the other day. I didn't go and see them. Uh, yeah, it was like at the PV or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, mine was a bit of a, I was, list, I was just looking at the track listing and thinking, I don't remember doing this very much. 
The wedding present, I think, shocked us both as turning out to be quite good. Ooh, what, which, which track? We had Cordroy and Brass Neck. Um, I picked Take No More's Falling to Pieces because it's one of my favourite ones, but... Well, I'm playing Brass Neck at the moment. <laughs> it's good, it's good stuff. That I was not aware of. If only we'd had the magic that is Spotify or Google back in the day. We could have got into a hell of a lot more bands than we did. If only, if only. But I've got to admit, I did enjoy the, you know, the work involved and like the sense of reward when you realise that like, you know, this band that you, you know, discovered actually had a bunch of other albums that, you know, you didn't, you, you wouldn't know existed unless you were. Yeah, that and i tell you what else. I obviously wasn't listening to enough John Peel because he basically, I'm sure, played the shit out of the wedding present. I just didn't listen to him enough. Yeah, but then he also played a load of shit. I mean, he was so he prolific. It was, yeah. Like, I love John Peel, but I didn't listen to his shows as religiously. Also, because of timing, but I didn't listen, yeah. listen as religiously as we I did. We were students. We had drinks to sink. Well, for me, it was... <laughs> well, no, this was earlier for me. Like, it was... For me, it was all about Stephen Mac and Joe Riley in the evening session. It would be like when I was doing GCSEs and A-levels, and it would be, you know, squirrelled away in my room doing my homework. But actually, I was doing my fanzines and listening to the evening session. They introduced me to. I was going to say, so I could never revise to anything that had words because I was just too easily distracted. I definitely have ADHD, there's just no question about it. I had to listen to my Nestle Clusters classical album. <laughs> what? Nestle Clusters? Yeah. Was it like it was a free CD? They get really Brilliant free CD, yes. Oh, wow. And weirdly enough, my best friend Jane had the same one and we both like didn't know anything about classical music but what what we did know we learned from the Nestle Nut Clusters <laughs> free CD that was a good cereal it was Bring delicious cereal and I don't know why they don't make it anymore I actually was like I wonder I kind of was expecting to see it in Tesco and they don't have it because it was sort of like brown flakes wasn't it but with little white yeah. little bits of like was it ha- no was it almonds it wasn't hazelnuts like, was there it? was a mix of nuts they were good in a crunch bomb and then, like, the flakes, I feel like, had some kind of very light coating of sugar on them. <laughs> Just a bit. They weren't, like, total basic brown flakes. They were extra good ones. The other thing that is, I think is a Nestle product that my kids were talking about the other day, and I thought, how do you remember those? Or how do you know about those? Because it's a chocolate bar that I'd completely also forgotten existed. It, was a, it came in a blue wrapper. It was Nestle. And I think it was called Crunch. It had, like, sort of bits of, like, oh, crisp yeah. rice. So good. They never stopped selling that in France. Ah, uh, okay. It's very popular in France. Uh, I'm sure they call it Nestle Crunch. Bring it <laughs> back, along with Bob Smith's cheese moments. Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> you can't bring back the 90s and then not bring back our favourite snacks. Also, Boost. They used to do a peanut boost. Does that not exist anymore? I don't think so. Not the oh, peanut I... boost. They had like, at one point they had three different kinds and there was a biscuit boost and it was red, yes. I think. Yes, I remember so that. So good. Yes. Double Decker's sort of similar-ish, but... No, yeah, star not bar. You can occasionally get a star bar these days. Oh, I don't And that a star bar. is like a peanut boost. You've never had a star bar. Is it a oh. bit like a lot of lion bars? No, it's better. Good. It's better. What was it, a star it's bar? It's really good. There's like, there's like kind of peanutty, kind of... It's not nougat, but it's, it's like pa- almost powdery stuff in the middle and then that bit's wrapped in caramel and then then there's like chocolate with crispy bits over Ooh, the top of it I might have to give it a go I've seen them on the shelves in the news agent they look and a bit sketch, but yeah. they are so good they look a bit like I don't know like they might be like 
like, chomp or something. Which I, I always know. find just I don't understand chomps or fudge bars, like just no and Twix or what? Like yeah, I don't know. Oh, They're no, just I do a love bit Twix. basic. Mm-mm. Good crunch in them in the way that I like a, a Kit Kat. How do you eat your Twix though? Like a normal human. Do you? I <laughs> yes. Can't. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. You one of those people that roll off the top. Caramel fur. Like no. Kit Kats. Ooh, no, Kit no, no, Kats no, no, no. This is why you don't like them that much. First. You got to eat the whole thing together. It's a it's a whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break them up. I like to deconstruct. Just, you know. No, it must be taken as a whole. So are we going with the wedding present then? <laughs> oh well, I, mean, uh, I can't remember what else. Oh, you wanted. What did you want? No, Faith No More. I do love Faith No More, but I'm, I'm, maybe I'll do an episode in the future about that. Okay. Delight you further. Um, what did you go for? Uh, in our quiz oh I skipped the quiz I don't know I don't remember what oh, we did in the quiz spoiler I oh chose, Jesus what is I've that I chose Rammstein yeah I, did, Rammstein. I didn't choose anything but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have chosen them <laughs> what were the other options no what was the quiz many. about it's this <laughs> what was the quiz about oh, I don't even it was about stuff we'd already done oh oh hang on maybe I can look it up on my playlist Oh, dear me, no. I'll tell you why, because mainly this one just really, it, it, it just stuck with me. Just the kind of things about the band and the, the whole German rock vibe. Apparently they're not that well known in Germany. Really? They're bigger outside of Germany. Oh. Uh, I can't even find my quiz quiz playlist, so I guess I'm going to have to give you this. Bloody hell. I know. <laughs> You've got... Um, what was the what was the other one we were listening to? System of a Down and Ramstein now. What are you gonna do? Okay. Alright, next was Rage. I should have mind this, it's the vocals I really don't like. <laughs> I put for Rage all of it in capitals, but I did choose one. What did you choose? Oh I didn't, because it was your pod, but I'd have to go with uh Fuck you! I chose bullet in the head. Oh. Yeah, Again, I guess that would have been my other option. It was a big old fave from back in the day, but that first, that bouncy little bass line in the beginning. Well, I guess and we probably had Killing in the Name, didn't we? Like, way, and we did. way back. Actually, so, yes, yeah, you're okay. right. In fact, volume one, I think we did that. Um, fun facts, bullet in the head, being this track, is mentioned in the lyrics to Pennywise's I Won't Have It from their 1995 album About Time. Nice. What was the Christmas number one this year? Um, it was Lad Baby. Oh, what? Well, that, that, yes. Like, yes. Oh. Doing a, another one of their dumb covers. Oh, right. I can't even That's remember, but I, I, I just registered that people were very, very angry that this is something like fifth or sixth. Well, number wasn't it one? that or um, Cliff Richard? I don't know. The charts are so irrelevant and at having, this point. It's just pointless, really. For Kennedy over Cliff Richard, I think. Always. Uh, okay. Oh, S for Siamese Dream. I mean, there's only one option for me here. <laughs> um, is it Disarm? It is Disarm. <laughs> but again, you know, I, I put today's on. That today's album. great. And today was one of my wedding songs. So, you know, it would have been my... My uh, my second choice, I suppose. But then, you know, 
I love that one. So we're happy with whatever you want to go All with. of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we both had design, so let's, let's do design since we both had it. Oh, another one that just gives me bump, goosebumps. Gives me bumps. <laughs> <laughs> do people still give people the bumps? Oh, the what? Birthdays. Like for the birthdays? Yeah. Oh. Haven't, haven't seen, seen it done for a while, though. It's probably uh, health and safety. Health and safety gone mad. <laughs> it's all a bit too 90s, isn't it? Or 80s. Oh, roll on me. We'll give you the bumps, Anna. <laughs> do other countries give the bumps? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit of well, a weird thing to do. Let us know. So it's when you grab the we birthday. Grab a, we grab a leg and a wing. Yeah. <laughs> bump them up and down in the air. The more people, obviously, the better for the bigger the person. And then we bump you up and down as per the amount of years that you are. It's actually quite terrifying. It's not that fun. <laughs> well, it is for people doing it. <laughs> it's not for the victim. I mean, birthday boy. Slash girl. I've forgotten all about the bumps. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that done also, in a long time. I had to ask my kids, I was like, do people still do pinch punch? First, First of the month. month. And they, were, they looked at me like I was complete mental. So I'm going to resurrect that. <laughs> We should definitely do that. <laughs> These days it's child abuse. <laughs> Miss, my mum punched me this morning. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as I told my kids, don't forget to add no returns on the end or there yeah. will be trouble for you and you'll get the entire class. Anyone that you did it to, they will viciously attack you. You have to be careful. But my kids are into jigs a lot at the moment. I was so. going to say, what did you call the crossing of your fingers to make you immune from playground things? Yours was a jinx. No, jinx is if you say if you say the same thing at the same time, then it's jinx. But ah. you get got to get in there with no returns, and then you can speak, and the other person can't. Right. But what did you call it? You know, when you were like, you can't do that to me because I'm yeah. What was that thing. called? I don't, yeah. I had I went to a lot of different schools, so I had there were a few. There was cross keys. Um, there was jinx, but um, the most enduring one I found in in southern England was uh, Paxi's. Oh no, never had that. Maybe it was Jinx for us, but I don't remember. Never had a That's a very well. regional one. I, I like to ask people what they call that. that as well. God, yeah. <laughs> oh, I also said something to my kids where I was like, it was getting busy with the bathroom, and find someone else jumped in front and gazumped me for the bathroom yet again. So I had to shout, "Bagsy, the bathroom next!" And <laughs> they were like, "What?" What, as in they didn't know what Bagsy is? Yeah. Oh, shotgun. Well, apparently, um, the real term is Bags I go next. In but fact, I over think... over time, it's become Bagsy. I think we bagsy today, actually. We went for a walk, <laughs> and my son and I were both desperate for the toilet, and I was like, Bagsy the downstairs one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. We use Bagsy. Uh, okay. T was, oh. T-O-T-D. Temple of the dog. Yeah. Well, hunger strike is the ovs. It is. I had slash sailor's heaven. I had slash reach down. Oh, rockier number. Oh gosh, is this me? Sorry. Back to Kelsey Crows. How are they sneaking (laughs) in there again? Uh, What are we going to go for then? Might be well. We did both pick hunger strike. Hunger strike. Here we go. And it is gorge. Saw a lovely picture on Instagram yesterday of Chris Cornell back in the day with his Christmas tree. There's no bad pictures of Chris Cornell. No, no. It's bizarre. 
There's plenty of... Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> that was his birthday the other day as well. We've missed that. No, we've we missed yeah. everything. We're, we're just... We're crashing out. It's been a manic few weeks. I blame COVID. <laughs> All time for everything. But yeah, it has been just ridiculously hectic and I've been really not well for yeah, quite a long you've time. Been poorly. And I'm fed up. I'm having a much healthier 2023. Not that I was doing anything unhealthy, but just the whole walking, foot thing was you walking. It's so weird. <laughs> Dangerous activity. I, it didn't it dawned on me really slowly that I couldn't go anywhere. Because I couldn't wear shoes. <laughs> Nothing would go on my foot. So it was like even if I wanted to hobble around on crutches and stuff, I'd have to go out and it was one of the coldest times in like known memory for us. So there's no way I'm going out. And plus you would no also be risking yourself slipping on the ice and things. With ice well. and shit. Like, no, it was totally, it was ridiculous. I've done so much online shopping and it's just there's it's not fun anymore. Well, here's to a much healthier new year with no yeah. broken Ooh, yeah, a couple bones of days or with a new year. Oh and hopefully a new Pearl Gem album. Oh yes. Speaking of these guys Oh yes, P was Pajam Unplugged, wasn't it? I know what you've got, I know what I've got. Is there any doubt? <laughs> does it begin with S <laughs> It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just put in capitals, state, state, state. I actually had slash black, but obviously it's state. It's amazing that such a full-on rocky track translates so well to the unplugged version, oh, you know? I think I've... Yeah. I love the way he just, just like hypnotizes himself out, you know, and he's just in the moment, isn't he? He's yeah. just... Just everything about it. I love Eddie for being so goddamn present every time he sings. So again, my husband and I were watching, I don't know, something on telly the other day and then couldn't decide on whatever to watch afterwards and he was like, oh, let's watch some music videos. And I just wasn't really in the mood to watch music videos. And I knew it would just end up like being like Mazzy Star on repeat or something again because it's like all the of it. Oh my god, can I just say, the only reason that people really like that tune is because all men fancy her. And that's what they're thinking of when they listen to the track. Yeah, and just they for think we don't yeah. know. It's just But we know, you, okay? Yeah, yeah we fucking there. know. Funny how you never listen to the rest of the album, isn't it? Do you know what? Just I love that track. That's, I absolutely so love it. So do I. And now I know can't listen to it anymore. I just play it stuff. But then he put on this and he was like... you. You, you can tell me you don't want to watch this now. I can change it if you want. It's like, well, no, obviously, I can't. Like, I can't. It just paralyzes me. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't skip that tune. Yeah, because I mean, everyone's like, oh yeah, you just really fancy me. It's not. That. Well, no, it is that too. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, so in, he's just so in it. It's so visceral when he does it. I probably said that when we did this pod, but it's just ripped right out of him and. You know, you feel and it's not that. just him. It's like you know, you feel just, it. it kind of it zooms in on Stone at the beginning, and it's just, it's just the whole lot, and they're all just there on their stools, and they're all like a little bit nervous, and they're not, you know, they're not massive Pearl Jam yet. They're like, yeah, no, just so earnest and oh, it's real. And yet they're still that band in Hyde Park yeah. this year. They're still that band, except he's you know a little more comfortable with the whole thing, but he still gets way the fuck into it. Totally doesn't spare the horses and we just gotta love that this many years on to still get that is incredible it's not coming from your memory it's happening right in front of you yeah and that is very cool oh and if you just treat. tuned in we are slightly <laughs> fans of <Pajam. laughs> all right 
V. Ooh. V was a uh, V for Vibrooms, which I never imagined would take three <laughs> fairly long episodes, but it did. We had quite a lot to chat about, didn't we? We went on and on. <laughs> a lot of history in that building that neither of us have ever set foot in. And um, never will. <laughs> and uh, weirdly enough, um, out of all those songs that, uh, that we talked about, I landed on one. So did I. <laughs> which one was it? Michael Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Jinx. That was a lot. That was a lot of tunes that we neglected for that one. Uh, and speaking of Michael Stipe, I'm very excited. He has got a solo album, like his debut solo album. Would oh, you believe it? No, I don't believe that. He's done a lot of stuff on his own and collaborations and stuff since, you know, not being in REM. Oh, wow, but I didn't he's, know that. Yeah, it'll be his first solo album. I'm so excited. Why do you think it's taking him that long to do that? Because he just uh, does a lot of other stuff and he's like, he's a photographer, he's an artist. But I bet he's got his own studio, like, it's hard to believe that he doesn't just disappear for months on end and just does his little Michael Stark thing. He has, he's put out some, like, he had a single out, like, uh, well, quite a few months ago now. But like an actual full-on full album, I believe this is his first, so. um, Mm, Interesting. We shall look forward to that. So, you know. Johnny Depp again, isn't it? I think we should name this volume the Johnny Depp volume. He deserves it. Oh, God, I don't know about that. Controversial. No, it's not. Well, I think we're on slight, I don't know. I'm, I, jury's out for me still. Unless you're Amber's well, sister. a jury set. <laughs> not going there again. But the, you know, I the do. jury, they, well, the judge, I think it was, they threw her a bone, but they pretty much landed on his side. And that's no the comment. law, Hannah. That's no the law. <laughs> but I do like we, that we seem to have this tradition of ending up talking about Michael Stipe and other bands that have uh, got Michael Stipe as lyrics in their song. <laughs> he's now, yeah, he's, he's also part of the zeitgeist <laughs> and apparently continues to so that's impressive at this point <laughs> looking back okay so our final episode well was only, only a, a week or two ago was w where we uh, we split it wonder stuff yes well i picked yours because i actually liked it and i didn't think i would Okay. Um, my backup was Nickel Creek Spit on a Stranger, but they didn't really have anything to do with. You chose Travis though, didn't I know. you? Okay. <laughs> but I just really like that Nickel Creek song. <laughs> w for Nickel Creek. <laughs> it, it was a reach and I'd miss it. It was only because I was talking about pavement. And. And that was because the producer produced their album and also Travis's. So it was flimsy oh, yeah, at best. Yeah. Would have made a good Spider Gram though. Also, it's just after Christmas, where this kind of tune is very festive feeling. You know what I mean? True that, true that, yeah. And it fits. Feels good. (laughs) And hopefully, yeah, people finding their way through the weirdest week of the year. Yeah, like literally, I know everyone says like it's the it's the time of year where you don't know what day of the week it is, but I have asked that question so many times today, and I've been told the answer, and then it just this and leaves my brain. We don't make any plans as well, which is weird because no one's really got anything to do this week and yet no one wants to make plans because everything's about Christmas and just before Christmas, everyone's like, no, 
fuck off and leave me alone. I just need yeah. some time to decompress. Although I'm, I'm a little, I made a couple of plans, but like very late in the day because I, I made no plans before Christmas. So I was too busy with work. And then I thought, well, I'll do some stuff in that time in between because, and now I'm just worried that I should have been somewhere yesterday. <laughs> like the plans I've been, and also like, yeah, my husband's booked some of the things. And I, I still, I'm still not convinced that we weren't supposed to go to Jurassic Live yesterday and not in a couple of days time so oh. yeah i must i must check that yeah and i had to miss that because of the stupid train strike it's going to take me three hours to get there this is in brighton this is the theater royal oh yeah that thing no my thing was the oh you're oh yeah that's shame that that's annoying yeah that cost me a bunch of money the good news is when i told my son he really wasn't bothered oh <laughs> Like, well then, I guess we won't be dragging our asses up to to London, taking three hours. Then, if you really can't be bothered. Well, I think that wraps it wraps it up. Um, does that wrap it up? Uh, yeah, that's X. We only go eight to X. Remember? Say, so, I've yeah. Like, the reason was we were going to do this last week until I got sick, and then we were going to do a Christmas, but we didn't do it in the end. Yeah, and then gone. Yeah. There's nothing left to say now, so in in this festive moment with the wonder stuff, I guess we'll say we will see you when we see you. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook at Society of X Podcast. Same on Instagram. We're still we're still just about on Twitter, aren't we? Same with GXP, but maybe yeah. we should start thinking about being on one of these other things. What platforms? Yes. Yeah. What's Mastodon or something? Maybe maybe we could look into that as a new resolution. Okay. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe we'll put this playlist up somewhere we at some do, point along with, you know, the other four that we've said we'd do every year and still haven't. Maybe we won't, who knows? Maybe we'll do like some socials work where we'll put a little Post up for every tune we pick. Yeah, or maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Or we might not. <laughs> maybe we won't. Who knows? Like to keep you on your toes. Oh, we might get sick slash busy again. But <laughs> we do have some some plans, some clever plans and uh, schemes for the future. But we won't announce anything because we might not. No, I'm just kidding. We, we are going to do it. But in our own sweet time. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime. Yes. Bye. We're not going so much as we've gone, but we'll be back probably. And take care. (laughs) Lots of love. Cheers. Bye.